What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. We are less than a week away from Jaguars training camp. The Jaguars will take the field at Episcopal uh, for for about a month of training camp. They'll get into training camp over the next couple of weeks and then get into the Hall of Fame game where Tony Baselli will be inducted into the 2022 Hall of Fame class. It's going to be a fun few weeks here for the Jacksonville Jaguars, for Jaguars fans. But today... And for much of this week, as I told you yesterday, we will be rounding out our positional previews up right now. We have got the Jacksonville Jaguars interior defensive line. Uh, Please subscribe and like the show if you have not already. We really appreciate your support here, Duval. You can follow me at Jordan DeLugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. Today is the last day to go ahead and pre-order that Jack's Varsity tee in the teal colorway. It's available only at genjag.com slash shop, and we've got a link in the description below. And I'd like to thank everybody here who's watching on YouTube who helped us get to 1,000 subscribers. means a lot to have that kind of support. It's all happened pretty quickly, so we really appreciate it. We'll keep pumping out as much quality content as we possibly can for you, Duval. All right, so the Jacksonville Jaguars interior defensive line. For my money, this might be the most interesting group collection of players on the Jaguars roster. There's a lot of names, a fair amount of money, not a lot of high, super high draft um, capital wrapped up in this group, but that kind of tends to be the norm around the league these days. You've got Foley, Fatukasi, Fuleransu, Fatukasi, who had the Jaguars, uh, the Jaguars spent up to get him this offseason, $10 million per year. Roy Robertson-Harris, the Jaguars brought over in 2021. He's making 8 mil per. Malcolm Brown, 5.5 million per. Uh, The Jaguars traded a late-round pick for him in 2021. You've got 2020 third-round pick, Devon Hamilton, out of Ohio State, 
2021 fourth round pick, Jay Tufele, out of Southern Cal. Jaguars re-signed Adam Gotsis this offseason to a small one-year deal. They brought in Arden Key on a one-year deal worth $4 million. Dewan Smoot is in the final year of his contract. And then you've got Raekwon Williams, Jeremiah Ledbetter, and Israel Antoine rounding out the Jaguars' interior defensive line group. So in this defense, it's a little hard to define, well, who's technically a defensive lineman and who's not. Um, you can define it uh, by where they're listed on the roster, of course. But in a Mike Caldwell defense, which is a defense inspired by what Todd Bowles has done throughout the years, you're going to have a ton of movement. You're going to have a heavy rotation. You might have a guy line up on, on the nose one play, and then he's on the edge the next play. So there's going to be a ton of movement. There's going to be heavy rotation. There's a lot of names here to where you see that they have the depth to to move guys all around and to rotate them in, in and out. And that's going to keep the starters fresh. It's going to keep the backups motivated to come in and get theirs. I think it's going to be a fun system. Um, it is technically a 3-4 base defense. I think in that um, in that base look, which will not be the most common look because that's just not the way NFL works these days, with these heavy passing games, you're going to see more nickel, you're going to see more defensive backs on the field, more players that can cover. But I think you're looking at a lot of versatility here. But if I had to peg down the starters, I think Foley Fatukasi, who's making $10 million per year, who has history with Mike Caldwell has history in a Todd Bowles defense. I think you can definitely look at him as a starter who will probably get a lot of looks at nose, but will also uh, move around the defensive line. I think he has probably the athleticism, the pass rush prowess, pass rush potential to also line up um, at defensive end in these base 3-4 looks. But I think you could see this guy moved all around the field. He has some explosiveness to him, some uh, some ability to get pressure and get into the backfield quickly. I think you see Roy Robertson Harris as another starter, again, making $8 million per year. When you look at what he did for the Jaguars defense last year after he came back from injury, kind of battled injuries for most of the front half of 2021. But when he came back, he started really turning it on as a interior pass rusher. And he's a good run defender as well. I think you see him as a starting defensive end in this group. I think Malcolm Brown is also a starter. I think Brown and Foley Fatu Kasi, they can kind of flip-flop who's lining up at um, – at defensive tackle, who's lining up at defensive end. But again, those are just the three guys that I think you will see out there the first time the Jaguars trot onto the field in their base 3-4 look. You're going to see a ton of movement, a ton of rotation, a lot of different guys on the field. And that's where this defense to me gets really exciting, where this interior defensive line group gets very uh, exotic and just fun. You've got Arden Key, who you're going to bring in probably on passing downs more than anything and line him up over the guard or inside of the tackle. And you have him uh, using these inside moves, lining up on the interior. He's able to use his quickness and length 
to easily get past guards and and tackles on the interior and centers for that matter. Kind of in a three-tech role, an interior pressure role. That's what he did in San Francisco really well last year. He struggled in Oakland. They were kind of using him as more of a traditional edge rusher. 49ers got smart with it, got Arden Key lined up more on the interior, and while he's undersized to be lined up on the interior, he does have enough strength to hold up, and he's absolutely, I wouldn't want him in there (laughs) against a heavy running look, but you get him in there, clear passing situations, and he's able to just use his quickness and athleticism and, and pass rush prowess to beat these guards and centers. Um, I think getting Roy Robertson Harris moving around the formation as well is going to be exciting. This is a guy who I think will line up as the defensive end in base. But when you get into these pressure uh, packages, when you get into third and long, third and medium, I think you shift him inside as well. And he created a lot of pressure down the stretch last year. And he knows what his contract looks like uh, There's a decent chance the Jaguars either try to restructure or end up releasing him after this season just due to cap constraints. He was brought in by, you know, the previous regime, which of course Trent Baalke was a part of. But I'm not sure they're going to be married to him long term. I do think they really like what they can get out of him this year. He's he's really flashed throughout uh, the summer so far. And I think he'll continue to do that when you get into training camp. Dewan Smoot, almost a forgotten man. He was one of the Jaguars' top two pass rushers last year. He comes in, and he's also in the final year of his contract, signed a two-year deal prior to last season. You'll have him moving around the line of scrimmage. I think, again, he'll line up on the edge. He'll line up uh, in similar roles to Arden Key as well, uh, on the interior. He's a guy that has uh, enough enough girth to him, enough weight. He's a big boy, but he's got some athleticism. He's got a pass rush uh, arsenal that has really developed over the last couple years. And having Arden Key and and uh, and Dewan Smoot moving around that defensive line as rotational pass rushers, I think is really exciting. You also have Adam Gotsis, who over the last couple years You know, this is a guy who's certainly not a starter, a heavy rotational player, but he gets in the game and he makes big plays. Uh, He makes plays in the backfield. He makes plays at the line of scrimmage. He's an Aussie who's a lot of fun. He uh, has very good length, good explosiveness for an interior defensive lineman. I think you'll see him in there in certain packages for sure. You've got your two young bucks, Devon Hamilton and J2 Fele. Devon's going into his third year to Fele into his second. Uh, I think before Devon got hurt in 2020, his rookie year, he was really starting to turn it on. And then he had that unfortunate knee injury. And then last year uh, just didn't really get it going as much as you'd like in a not so ideal situation, of course. J2 Fele, he didn't play college football in 2020 because of the COVID situation with the Pac-12 kind of uh, not knowing what they were going to do there. And then you get J2 Fele uh, coming into Jacksonville. You could tell that he didn't play football for a year. Um, So he's now back into his football shape, back into the grind. And both of these players are guys that, for whatever reason, they fell to the third and fourth round. 
I think both could have been drafted higher than they were. I think both have a good opportunity with Mike Caldwell, with Brenton Buckner coaching them up on the defensive line uh, to take step forwards in, in, in 2022. I think they both have the talent to do so. I had Devon Hamilton as a second-round pick in 2020, second-round grade. Uh, J2 Fele was a little bit more difficult because of the COVID year. But uh, entering that COVID year, J2 Fele would have probably been pegged as a late first or second round pick by many. So that's the type of talent you're talking about with J2 Fele. I like this group a lot. I really do. I think it's going to be fun. I think, like I said, they're going to be moving around a ton. You're going to be seeing stunts, games, a lot of pieces moving in and out, a lot of different uh, formations up front. Like you'll see 3 4, you'll see 4 3. You might see five guys on the line of scrimmage. You might see six. You might see uh, you know, them stacking heavily to one side of the field. You'll see a lot of fun stuff that you haven't seen around here in a long time. Of course, Joe Cullen, he liked to blitz a lot too, but I think his, his defense was even less exotic than what the Todd Bowles system will bring to Jacksonville under Mike Caldwell. I think the Jaguars really believe in their depth. They really believe in their rotation, and they they are betting big time on Roy Robertson, Harris, and Foley Fatu Kasi um, having big years in this defense. I tend to agree with them. I think that they can. Like you've seen Foley Fatu Kasi have excellent success in Todd Bowles' um, defense. He didn't have as good of a year last year where he got shifted into that four-three Robert Sala kind of cover three defense, but I think coming back over to to the three four side of things and getting him in a position to succeed, he will succeed. And I think we've talked about it with Roy Robertson Harris a little bit. He was getting a ton of pressure. He's a good run defender, big, long, athletic. He's been a he's looked pretty dominant so far, to be completely honest with you. Uh and again, no pads, no real hitting, but he's looked like a beast. He's looked how he looked in that final regular season game against the Colts in 2021. This group will be working in tandem with Trayvon Walker, with Josh Allen, and there will be times where you'll see both of those guys on the line of scrimmage with their hand in the dirt uh, or stood up over centers and guards. Like They will be extensions of the defensive line. We're not talking about them here because we're focusing more on the interior. We will have a show specifically focusing on the edge players, the defensive end slash outside linebacker types. Um, But yeah, they will play a role in the defensive line for sure even though they're listed as outside linebackers. Mike Caldwell is going to be aggressive. Again, he's going to move all these different pieces around the board, and he's going to stunt, have these players running games. He's going to blitz. He's going to show simulated pressure as well. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think he's going to mix up the coverages. I think you're not going to really be able to tell what they're running all the time. Uh, Pre-snap, you'll get a shift right at the snap or right before the snap. It's going to be... uh, it's going to be you're going to feel a little similar to what you saw last year because they will be both blitz heavy defenses. And then credit to Joe Cullen who came in with a man really he wanted to run a man heavy defense, realized, you know, Tyson Campbell, some of these other guys they're a lot better with the zone, keeping their eyes in the backfield. 
So you did see some zone looks more so down the stretch last year. You'll see that again this year. Um, and it should be a lot of fun. I think this defense, this defensive line, this interior defensive line is going to surprise some people with their talent up front, with their depth up front, really deep group. So getting into the grade here, I've got a B on them. Uh, I think the floor is a C. That would be, let's say there's a couple injuries and maybe whoever uh, goes down, whoever's coming in for them doesn't really step up the way you'd want them to in a larger role. I really don't see that happening, though. I think there is enough depth and enough talent throughout this rotation to keep getting the job done. I have this ceiling at a B plus. Like I said, there's not Jeffrey Simmons. There's not Aaron Donald. There's no DeForest Buckner here. But could you get 80% of DeForest Buckner with Roy Robertson Harris? I think potentially you could. I think you did down the stretch last season. Uh, could you get Foley Fatu Kasi being, you know, maybe the B version of Jeffrey Simmons? I think you could. And if you get that, I think you're seeing a, a B plus type of group because the talent uh, on the front end, the depth throughout. Um, I think the scheme is going to help out a lot. This front is going to be so multiple. It's uh, just it's going to be difficult for offenses to know what they're trying to do. Really excited about this group. Excited about the defense as a whole. I think this Jaguars defense has a chance to really shock some people. I think Brenton Buckner is a great teacher up front on the defensive line. I like the coaching staff throughout, and I think Mike Caldwell, who does have to prove that he can get the job done on this level as a defensive coordinator, as a play caller, he's got to prove it. But I believe in him based on everything I've seen prior to him getting to Jacksonville and since he's been in Jacksonville. I think it was a great hire. That is going to do it, Duval. Thank you for tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. Um, rate and review us if you're on Apple Podcast. You can check ginjag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.